just a wee little reminder if you're listening to this and potentially interested in joining Evolve in six, which starts on Monday the 6th of November, just click the show notes below, fill in the form, and I will get back to you with some information on that. But otherwise, I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Stronger Squad podcast. So this episode is probably going to be in part with like a series. And what I'm going to be talking about in these episodes is, um, I guess, the biggest realizations women have had whilst working with me, because I think um, the things that I'm going to talk about in this podcast and in a couple of other podcasts is that when you start to like get educated around what it takes to lose weight or what it takes to build healthy, strong habits into your lifestyle and come away from like all or nothing mindset or constantly feeling like you're on a diet or also just come away from all the shit advice you've been given in the past, you will start to see the results you want. And a lot of the things that I'm going to talk about throughout these podcasts, if you don't already know them or if you're not already um, a part of my community and have learned this already, Hopefully your mind will be blown and it can just aid your journey a little bit more and make the process a little bit easier. So part one, this episode is going to be, I'm going to talk about three particular things. And the first one I want to talk about um, that, you know, women will kind of understand and realize when they, they've worked with me is that you can lose fat and feel better in your clothes and your scale weight may not come down. And I know that seems like impossible because potentially all you've ever known is if your scale weight is reducing, then that means you're making progress. That means you're losing weight and that's a good thing. But the thing is, you can absolutely achieve fat loss without the scale weight coming down. And normally what happens is that you will start seeing fat loss and you can see this if you potentially take progress photos or measurements or you're using a piece of clothing that um, maybe was a bit snug and now you can fit back into, you're going to see fat loss before you see weight loss. And this is because weight loss happens over a longer period of time. If you think about it, when you jump on the scales and you're weighing yourself, that's a total body mass. That's not just fat. You don't weigh, just so you jump on and you're 70 kgs, that's not 70 kgs of fat. That's blood, water retention, bones, muscle, organs. That's literally everything in your body. So I think when you jump on the scales and you you see the, this number, which I know there's a lot of women who jump on and if they see a number that they're not happy with, they can get really fucking demotivated. And it's like they're thinking that's 70 kgs worth of fat. That's not 70 kgs worth of fat, okay? You got to remember that your body is an amazing thing. It's got so many things going on inside it and all those things you need in order to live, okay? So, you know, when you are going on your weight loss journey, I don't really use the scales for my clients as like a key marker of progress, mainly because I think it does more harm than good. I'm not saying I don't use it ever. And when clients um, join me, I do get them to tell me their scale weight because obviously I have to calculate calories, etc. But you'll never like, they'll never hear me banging on to them. Like, make sure you, like, I do get clients to weigh like probably once a week, some of my one-to-one clients, but that's because they want to do that. I'm never forcing it down their bloody throat to do it. But what actually happens is when you start strength training, and and I'm going to come on to this in a second, um, 
But when you start strength training, you build lean muscle. And I know for a lot of women, strength training and building muscle, they're scared of because they think, oh no, I don't want to get too bulky. 100% because females don't have the same uh, hormones as men, we cannot build the same amount of muscle unless you're taking bloody illegal substances, okay? Which I doubt anybody listening to this is. Um, so you you won't be able to build the masculine muscle type that they they can build um so when you start you know building lean muscle you can imagine that muscle is a hell of a lot denser than fat okay so this is also often why just say you've been um you've got a friend she trains three days a week um she weighs 70 kilos let's just say she's incorporated strength training into her routine etc you currently don't do any strength training um, and you also weigh 70 kilos. And you're probably thinking, why Why does my body look so different to hers? We weigh the same. It's because your, your body composition is completely different. Your friend who strength trains three times a week has more muscle mass, lean muscle mass, which means her body's going to look a hell of a lot firmer. Well, not, maybe not a hell of a lot firmer, but her body may look firmer and she may have shape to certain parts of her body that you currently don't. And that's because your habits are different. That's because she's incorporating strength training. And because she's incorporating that strength training, she's able to build the lean muscle. And lean muscle will make you appear firmer. It'll help you fit into your clothes better. It'll make you um, leaner. And ultimately, building lean muscle and losing fat is what is called toning up, okay? And I think, you know, a lot of them will be like, oh yeah, I want to tone up. And then when I suggest, well, well, not suggest, but pretty much say, well, you know, you're going to have to strength train. I know they can be a bit, oh no, I don't want to get too muscly. But at the end of the day, when you're looking at these photos or whatever you see online, you think, oh, she looks great. I want to tone up, you know, my arms or I want to tone up, whatever. At the end of the day, although you don't know it, what you're saying is that you need to start strength training, building lean muscle, losing a bit of fat so that you can ultimately achieve um, that body composition. So next time you jump on the scales just say you feel like you, you're headed in the right direction, you've been doing everything right, you jump on the scales and it doesn't show you the number that you hoped it would. What I would suggest is that you also use a piece of clothing, like I said earlier, because that number may not come down, but you could be losing fat. So what I don't want you to do is, you know, feel like you're in, headed in the right direction. You've not used a piece of clothing. You're not, you've not taken progress photos. You've not done measurements, etc. Um, you jump on the scales. It doesn't show you what you want. You think, fuck it. I'm not making any progress. What's the point? You give up. But maybe if you had that piece of clothing or you took those photos or you took those measurements, you might be able to, you know, jump on the scales. It doesn't show you what you want. But if you use another form of progress, it could just give you that tiny little inkling of information or feedback to say, yes, you are doing the right thing. Don't give up. Keep going. So that's why I think it's really important to make sure that you're not just using the freaking scales as a form of progress. Um, but also like if you know that you're feeling better, your energy is much better, your mood's better, your mental health's better, you feel like more confident in the choices you're making, then that's all progress points as well. Um, and you're never going to see that on the scales. That number doesn't tell you that. So, you know, that is point number one. You can lose fat, feel better in your clothes and your scale weight may never come down. So maybe this has been a bit of new information for you. Maybe you kind of knew about it, but hopefully this has shed some light on it. So pointer number two, you can go over your calories 
And it doesn't mean you've ruined, like you can go over your calories on a day or a couple of days over the week. And it doesn't mean that you've ruined your whole week's worth of dieting. And I'm going to give you some context to this. So when um, I I have a client come on board and their goal is weight loss, generally I will put them in a 3,500 calorie deficit over the course of the week. Okay. That's just like an average deficit that is, um, I guess, kind of doable in terms of you know, being realistic and my clients being able to, to stick to that over the course of the week consistently. And often if they go over by 100 calories on a Monday or, um, you know, maybe you have a bit of a week, big weekend on Saturday and, you know, your normal target every day is 1500, but on Saturday you had a few cakes, you bloody had a few bevos and you've gone over by an extra thousand calories on that day. Let's just say you have not ruined your whole diet. And the reason you haven't done this, or in this case, the reason my clients haven't done this is because remember over the course of the week, I've put them in a 3,500 calorie deficit. Just say over the week, they've gone over their calorie target of 1,500 here or there, but long story short, you know, over the seven days, they've eaten an extra thousand calories on top of their daily 1,500 they will still be in a 2,500 calorie deficit. I use these numbers because I'm shit at maths and I didn't want to get it wrong. <laughs> so yeah, they'll be in a three, uh, 2,500 calorie deficit still, even if they overrate on the calories that I had suggested. This means they're still losing weight. That's 2,500 calorie deficit. Yes, the deficit's slightly reduced, but just because you go over your calories here or there throughout the week, which can I just say is very, very normal and is very likely to happen. This is often why I set my clients' calorie ranges as opposed to like a hard um, number because the reality is they are going to go over and it's normal and I expect them to do that. And what I don't want them to do is because they can't stick to a you know, a rigid number, I don't want them thinking, shit, I've ruined everything or like feel like they're failing just because they can't get to the number. Whereas if we do a calorie range and I say, look, just stay between 15 to 1700, that takes a lot of the pressure off. And I think sometimes they actually end up just sticking to the 1500 anyway, because they don't have that stress in their mind of thinking, if I go over, I will ruin everything. Whereas they just know that, right, as long as I'm in between those numbers, I'm on the right track. So this is why um, I think a lot of them can just give up because they'll have quite maybe a high calorie day or they'll go over by bloody 50 calories here or there. And then, you know, the, the weekend comes and they think, shit, I've absolutely ruined all my week's progress with my diet. I'm going to put on 10 pounds overnight. Like, that is not how it works. It's actually a lot harder to put on, to ruin your diet than you think. But I think because we live in a world of, you know, trying to be perfect and feeling like in order to achieve weight loss, you have to follow ridiculous habits or everything has to be perfect. That's where this idea has come. But it's not the way the cookie crumbles. So next time you go over your calories here or there, I don't want you feeling guilty. I don't want you thinking you've ruined everything. I just want you to know that when, like with my clients, when I work out like their calories, I don't, as much as obviously I give them a calorie range to stick to per day, I look at a weekly average, okay? And 
because at the end of the day, weight loss happens over a period of time of being in a calorie deficit. You won't see weight loss in one night just because you're stuck to your calories. It doesn't, it doesn't work like that. You know, it may take a good few weeks for you to be consistent at a calorie deficit to see any movement on the scales. And even then, it's probably not that much. And that's because it takes time. Remember, your scale weight is total body mass. It's not just fat. So next time you are feeling a bit guilty because you've gone over by your, you know, 50 or 100 calories here or there, or you had a bit of a big Saturday, don't dwell on it. Don't let it overcome you. Don't let it make you want to give up and feel like you've ruined everything. Obviously, you know, you can reflect and see how you could improve for next time. But at the end of the day, like, and especially with my clients, just because they go over a few calories here or there, and especially on weekends where it's a bit more social, it doesn't mean they have ruined absolutely everything, okay? And thirdly, one of probably the most amazing, you know, um, realizations my clients have had since working with me is that how much change they can see in their body from like following a proper strength training program that they weren't able to see by doing random gym classes, circuit classes, cardio, etc. And this comes down to one, consistently strength training. Um, and when I program for my clients, I program, I always normally program in a full body approach, but it's so that they can hit multiple muscle groups each week, because that's what you need to be doing in order to see changes in your body. But the key here is that when I program, I program with progression in mind. So week on week, my clients will log into their app and um, they'll, they'll follow the same, you know, workouts for a period of four to eight weeks. And the reason that they do this is because every week the aim is to make sure they're challenging their body in new ways. They're increasing their weights um, so that ultimately they can progressively overload because the only way you can build lean muscle and sh- like shape your body and change your body composition is through progressive overload and is through constantly challenging your body in new ways. With also that, like they get to track their weights so that when they go into that session the following week, they can see the weights they used last week. They can say, right, I finished on, you know, 12 kg for my goblet squat this week. I'm going to go for 14 kg. And because they have that data there, they're able to make those adjustments. They're able to increase their weights. And then, you know, over the course of four to eight weeks, they can see, okay, I've, you know, if if their strength has improved uh, on certain movements, if their technique has improved on certain movements and all that jazz. But, um, you know, when you do like one running doesn't have the same impact on your body composition as strength training. Running obviously is great for your CV fitness, but it and it, it can help you lose fat. But at the end of the day, it's not going to help you build muscle because your body needs to be put under resistance and weight, like weight training to be able to do that. Um, so I guess there's like a time and a place for both. Um, and also with like your gym classes and just sporadically going to classes, like at the end of the day, you don't, you probably can't really remember what you used last week for those exercises. Plus gym exercise, like the workouts will change all the time. Um, so it doesn't really give you enough time to kind of even improve on the movement um, or like make sure that consistently every week you're going to that class and you're making sure you're in- increasing your weights. So that's why following a, you know, structured tr- strength training program with progression in mind um, 
is how my clients have been able to see incredible changes to their body composition, have been able to tone up, have been able to gain immense strength. And I think it's such an empowering feeling, especially when, um, you know, particularly one of my clients had only really stuck to gym classes uh, and things like that because she wasn't that confident in the gym um, and probably had never really followed a structured training program. And because she never had a program or a plan, she wouldn't you know, it's daunting to go in on your own. You don't really know where to start. But since following the program on Evolve in Six, she's cut down her circuit classes. She still does her spin class, um, but she's now going into the bloody gym and getting these workouts done on her own. And she's 55 years old. And I just think, freaking well done you. I'm so proud of you because even at first, she constantly communicated with me, which I loved. And she said, you know, I'm really stepping out of my comfort zone. I'm quite nervous. Like it is very daunting, but she did it anyway. And now she's going into the gym, confident, getting her workouts in, like consistently increasing her weights. Her strengths massively improved. She's bloody lifting weights and doing exercises. She never thought it was possible. And I think that's just incredible, especially as a female, because, you know, when you step out of your it, it may just seem like, oh, I increased my weights on this or yeah, cool. Like now I can do a movement or yes, I'm, you know, I'm able to go into the weight section now without feeling nervous. Like it, it goes far beyond that because you've overcome a fear. You've overcome an anxiety. You've overcome, you know, s- s- being scared to step out of your comfort zone and you've done it despite feeling all those potential like scary negative feelings. And I just think when you do that, you build confidence up in yourself to think, shit, I just overcome this massive hurdle. What else in my life can I do that I potentially was having limiting beliefs about? So as much as as corny as that sounds, it is a really empowering feeling that lifting heavier weights and building the confidence in the gym. It's not just about that. It, it does build your own self-confidence up so that ultimately it gives you more confidence to, you know, try new things that you once thought potentially weren't possible or step out of your comfort zone. But yeah, so they're probably the first three things that I wanted to chat about in, I guess, part one of the series. Um, I hope some of this info has shed a light If you have any questions about anything that I spoke about, um, please just drop me a message on Instagram uh, or you can always fill in the show notes. There's a form in there if you just have any questions or inquiries, etc. And lastly, the next intake of Evolve in Six starts on Monday, like I mentioned. So you have, is it four days? I think it's four days. Uh, Four days to get signed up. If you want some more information on it, then just fill in the show notes below and I will get that across to you. But I will talk to you soon.